Hello, everyone. I'm sitting beneath the flags. There is an American flag in the middle. It is the tallest. There is a Utah State flag running just to its left. I guess my left. And on the other side of the American flag waves a a frag. It waves a frag. A flag with the local community name on it. So I live in a place called Daybreak. And the wind's really blowing. You guys hear that? I'm going to move. Okay, that's much better. Anyway, I just think it's a little bit odd that you would... uh, I mean, the, the, the national flag, you know, it has meaning for, for both good and ill and has, you know, an epic history behind it and it's been with us for so long and invokes all sorts of thoughts and memories and stuff. And the state flag, well, maybe not quite as much, but still there, you know, still doing its thing. So I understand it, you know. At least it's, it's like a... It's like a slightly less important but still really important thing you know statehood and history and the value of uh, whatever right then the day break flag is like what are are you doing there it's just a (laughs) it's like a community association like a you know we'll make sure that the parks are mowed and cleaned up and there isn't trash everywhere and He'll pay us a little HOA fee, and that'll be nice, or or the worst thing ever. And uh, you make sure you pick up after your dog while you're walking. And um, hey, do you hear the Joneses? Uh, they put their house up for sale. How come you have dandelions in your front yard? All oh, those blew over from the whatever. You see what I mean? There's no like grand significance to that. No one raises that and gets a little teary about the men and women who died to, to have it wave, right? You could say that about the national flag, even the state flag. You could say, wow, you know, those early westward-bound pioneers came across the rugged plains of the undeveloped, raw nation that was not even quite America at that time, and they, they braved wildlife and attacks by indigenous people who didn't understand them and you know they just they roughed it man they came through on the other side lost many of them along the way some of them were buried in the ice and they just moved on and lived on subsisted on nothing but a little bit of cornbread and like a pig's foot for a month or whatever you know that's a story behind that thing but the daybreak flag Come on, man. Is everybody? I guess everyone does this. This isn't that unusual. If you're going to run flags and you're going to do it in a place where <clears throat> there's either an economic reason or some other reason, you go ahead and fly your other flag. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. That's not why I'm here today. I'm here today to do an episode of The Diary of a Cartoonist. I just got through <clears throat> with a two-mile run, and I... 
got video on my Instagram. I'm I'm at Extra Life on Instagram. If you ever uh, want to follow me there. And I took a 15-second video of the kingpin bird, which I talk about a lot on the morning show. He's this uh, Chinese goose of some type. And he's sort of the one they all fear and all gather around and all protect. And he is he is definitely like the mob boss of that uh, little bird mafia over there by the lake. And uh, he chased me, or tried to. He threatened me, let's say that. He didn't full-on chase me this time. But I got him on video, and him making the attempt to scare me off, so you can go see that. Uh, that was pretty fun. If I do say so myself. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a fair amount going on right now in my personal life. Most of it is probably positive, if you look at it the right way. <laughs> um, i got a Comic-Con that I'll be boothing for coming up in a couple of weeks. I don't feel at all prepared for so that's stressing me out. And, uh... Oh, hello. He waved, I, I was waved at, but I don't know who that was, so I didn't wave back, and now I feel bad. Um, yeah, whatever. They'll get over it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um... What was I, where was I head, where was my head at with that? What was I saying? Oh yeah, so that's coming. That's, uh, first weekend of the month of September. Then the week after, or two weeks after that, my daughter is getting married. And that's all going fine. Everything's good. Plans are good. No weird, you know, earth-shattering changes or hiccups or any problems at all. Um, but just kind of the general feeling that, that, uh, this is a huge mile marker in the in the game of life, you know. For me as a father, for her as a daughter, for for her and him as a couple, for everybody, you know. And uh, it is funny or interesting. I shouldn't say funny. I don't think it's that funny, but it's interesting to watch the dynamics of the two different family types try to work out all this stuff, and and how I try to stay out of all of it. So everybody wants to make it seem super important, you know what kind of little figures are on top of the cake or what, why so-and-so should get an invitation and somebody else shouldn't or whatever, or how the dress clashes with the freaking flower design, blah, blah, blah. And I just have no interest in any of it. It just kind of like bores me and makes me tired. And I'm just happy to not have to get involved with it because I know, and I keep telling everybody this and they don't really, they don't act like they believe me. But I know at the end of this, no one's going to give two craps about any of it. Having been through one of these weddings myself, I can speak to the truth of that. So you could get to the other side of this thing and realize, oh, well, that was dumb to get all worked up over because now no one cares about flowers. Nobody cares about what colors clashed. No one gives two craps whether someone's weird uncle showed up at the thing or not. Now it's just down to life. Going to school and working jobs and... Sunday dinners at the parents' house and, you know, hanging out with new friends you meet in your new apartment complex. Like, that's the li- That's where you start going. All this lead-up and all this fanfare, it's just dumb. And what's funny is my daughter's kind of with me on that, <laughs> sort of. <clears throat> I mean, I think she understands what I'm saying when I say these things, but it's really for the mothers, you know? That probably should be all I'll say about that. <laughs> But definitely there was a feeling when I got married that none of this was for me or for Kim or for us. It was for everybody else. 
because you know everyone always says well if I could do it again I just elope somewhere and we've said the same thing and it's because you've seen it and now you know the problem is you can't convince anybody until they see it for themselves and somehow even those who said yeah we should have eloped are the ones that are going crazy trying to make sure this is like the perfect everything so even they know this already and still yet they're jumping through these hoops it's a strange psychology experiment it reminds me of, you know, Valentine's Day or Christmas or birthdays or any of these traditions we have where most of what you're doing is going through the cycle of the tradition and not doing the thing you really want to do. You're doing what you think everybody else needs you, wants you, or is somehow required for you to do. And I don't like that. I mean, I didn't mean to get all deep here on you, but... That's a crappy thing. You should be able to do whatever you want to do, you know? Just make your decision. Decide how crazy or less crazy or whatever you want your wedding to be. Dude, if you want to do it at the top of the Space Needle in Vegas, do it. If you want to do a nice quiet ceremony at the courthouse, do it. If you want to just skip the whole thing and have a justice of the peace, do it in the middle of the night and then spend all that money you could have spent on the wedding and spend it in a, on a trip to Hawaii, do it. But point is, do what you want to do. And there's a whole lot of people looking around going, I don't know what I, I don't know what I really want to do, but I think I know what everyone else wants me to do, so I'm going to try to do what everyone wants me to do, and I think that's a, that's a, I don't mean just with this wedding. I mean, things are going pretty good. <clears throat> this is, this is probably more about <clears throat> my anxiety about giving, giving, not giving a daughter away. She's not mine to give, but you know what I mean? That whole thing. Than it is about the actual planning, because everything's going fine. Especially for this compressed time frame we're in, where they wanted to go engagement and then quickly pick a date and that's all good and everything's fine everything's lined up right but I do have a tendency to get all existential about these things that otherwise seem like just simple cultural tropes in our society and I like to see how far it takes us I'm going to finish my jog and then I'm going to finish this diary so there's more after this stay tuned okay you there yeah you're there so we just walked, Kim and I are, Kim's driving. Hi, hi Kim. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> she just drove in a, through an intersection where there was a 7-Eleven on both sides of the street facing each other. Yep. Which is already a little bit weird that there are two 7-Elevens. Now, that's convenient if you are a 7-Eleven fan and you're coming from one direction or the other. I get it. Right. However, the gas prices were different depending yes, on which side of the road you're are. on. What the heck is that about? Theory. I don't, I think it's depending on the direction you're going. If you're heading to work or from work... And whether or not you care. It's that or we just caught them between updating the signs to match. <laughs> Weird, right? That Weird. Oh, hi. I think that means I need to put my seatbelt on. Safety first, everyone. All right, so look. 27 days or something. Why is that guy parked there? That seems like a bad idea. All right, 27 days or 26 days, is it? Something. Until my oldest daughter, Taylor Johnson, is married. Uh, and, uh, you know, planning's ramping up and all the whatever that has to happen is ramping up. And I've also noticed that to different degrees, it is interesting watching both sides uh, you know, parents of both sides of the wedding uh, begin to sort of 
run into the things none of us were prepared for. So, you know, as much as this is a growing learning experience for kids to move into this phase of their lives, it is uh, surely that for us and for his parents as we get used to the idea that one of our own is leaving the coop, as it were. And um, I'd say some are handling it better than others. Uh, But for me, I can only speak for me here. I'm really looking forward, you know, it's like, uh, what's it like? It's like you spent a bunch of time, I don't know, as a Boy Scout or something, making a rocket, right? And you're trying to make it the best you can. It's the straightest possible uh, shaft portion of the rocket. The um, the cone is packed as best it can be so that the when it deploys the parachute thing, your little army man inside will land safely. That's how we did it. Uh, you make sure you've got the best possible CO2 cartridge or whatever your propellant is. And, and you've been really careful to make sure that the wings uh, or the fins or the, the fletching or whatever you're using, whatever you call it, I don't know what they call that. What's that called on the side? Not wings. Whatever it is. Those things are aerodynamic and also create the spiral you want to create so that you get the, the, the kind of physics you want when it flies into the air. It doesn't wobble and go crazy and go off course. You work so hard at all of those things. And then when the day comes to launch it, you don't want to wimp out and not do it or not be totally stoked about trying it despite the risks involved, you know. It could come crashing down. It could land in a tree and never never be able to get it again. It could, you know, get in some guy's yard and he'll be all pissed, whatever. All of these things are possible with your rocket that you've made. But, but launch day is a big day. And despite all those risks, and despite me comparing, <laughs> however inappropriately, a wedding of one of my kids to launching a rocket, I think the principle is the same. The stakes are maybe a little higher, right? Maybe the risks are higher, or maybe the, the whatever, the emotions are certainly higher. Um... But I don't see it as being all that different. Why would I want to deprive me or her of this exciting launch day? By complicating things or making it about me somehow or whatever. So I've I've really determined not to do that. And I think so far I'm doing okay with it. You know, it's easy to... Ow! Back hurts. I'll tell you about that story later. Holy crap. Oh. Jeez. Oh, I lift, well, the short of it is I lifted some weights in a bad way, and I'll, I'll, leave, I'll let that just be a teaser and tell you more about that later. But anyway, um, what was I saying? <laughs> I have tr- I've tried hard not to be in the way, you know? I want, I want this to go great. If I've done all I can do, in her 20 short years on this planet, then what else is there to do? Other than to show up, look good in a... look good in a suit, and uh, be there for her. Hold on. Yeah, it worked. Anyway, more about my mishap with the weights later. In the meantime, we're having a good day. And uh, we'll, have a, we'll have one more section of this diary before I post it. So stay tuned. Okay, here we are. Carter's sitting in front of her computer wishing she had all the pop toys. 
Why are you looking at these? Because I want to find a certain one. Okay, so who do we have there? Who is that? I think these are uh, magic. These are magic characters? Magic like characters. Magic the Gathering. Yeah, that's the fire chick. Oh, uh, the fire chick. I don't remember their names. I don't know anything <laughs> about the magic lore. Oh, look at old Sackboy. Oh, he basically looks like Sackboy. He, he really him. does. I think these are just concepts. No, that's Thrall. No, I know, but these are like these are just drawings. Like they're concepts for actual ones that are going to happen. I thought I'd seen most of these. I want Deathwing. Because look, there's Arthas. Yeah. And there's Kerrigan. Jim Rayner. Ooh, Deathwing, dude. I want Deathwing. These are brilliant. Anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> Carter uh, went back to school today. It was back to school day. The first day. Well, on the on the website it says, beginning of classwork for students. What does that mean? Apparently, the first day of school. They don't want to call it that? I guess. That's dumb. It makes it terrible. Okay, well, terrible or not, uh, how was your first day of your last year of high school in America? It was all right. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing big happened? No. Aren't you still, aren't you in charge of like uh, film stuff or the morning announcement news or whatever it is? Yeah, that and some of the school graphics that they're going to use. The school graphics. What is that? How are the school graphics? How are the school graphics? Uh, it's like, well, it's just like all the posters and stuff they put up. Oh, like if you're doing a, um, you got a prom coming and everybody needs to prepare for it and yeah. they'll get excited and you guys do the banners? Yeah, but this year we're doing like printed banners, so we're doing all digital stuff. Oh, all right. And you're going to draw for that? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the idea that this is the last year of public school that you're forced to go to and everything after this will be, you know, it's... You don't have to by law, but you want to go to college, but you don't have to. How does that feel? I'm very happy. I just want to go to college already. You want to go now, don't you? Yeah. Why? Because high school's dumb. What do you mean by dumb? It's like right now, most of my classes are just stuff that it's mostly art stuff, which I almost know. I know a lot about. Right. Ooh, aren't we cocky today? Okay. <laughs> I'm taking art classes because I want to learn more about it. I'm just saying, like... But Mom said when you're done with this year, you'll be... I'll have an associate. You'll have an associate's degree in college. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. And then, then what? Uh, college. Okay. What if, what if we start selling millions of prints on the Frog Pants store and you can't even keep up with it? What are you going to do? Um, more money for a doctorate. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, that's good. I want you to, those, these are high lofty goals. There's nothing wrong with any of this. Do you have any advice for anybody who might be just getting ready to go back to their senior year of, of high school? What's your advice? To be happy in school. Um, I don't know. Sit in the back row. Really? I don't know. Avoid drama. Avoid drama. Avoid mean girls. And avoid dumb boys. Yeah. Jocks? No, just dumb boys. Stoners? There's some stoners. Goths? There's no goths. Uh, preppies? There are preppies. Uh, shit kickers? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just realized I had a cuss word in it. Well, it's because that's what we used to call them. When, we, when I had to high school, all the guys from Lehigh out west, yeah. they were, that's what we called them because they were all cowboys. Cowboys, though. Everyone thinks, or yeah, there's a lot of cowboys in my school. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Is that going to change? Probably not. Not in high school? Not in high school. Why, because they're all butts? <laughs> no, because it's more fun to just date. I don't know. All right. I like that advice. Take that advice carefully, everyone. This is Scott saying thanks for hanging out. That's all for now. Anything else? Uh, 
uh, no. 